Hey, what is up, y'all? It's Jason here, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Northbound. Yes, I am back in the car with you again today. Come with me for a ride, and we're going to be answering the question together. What is currently working for music artists in 2022 to promote yourself and to get results and to grow your audience? If you don't know if this is the first episode you're checking in on, I work with uh, music artists behind the scenes a little bit, but more so I spend my time researching uh, various aspects of psychology and its application of marketing uh, to find out what's working for businesses and freelancers and, uh, you know, standalone entrepreneurs and other projects and startups and all these different things to try to find ways uh, and methods that you can use to grow your audience in a similar way because there is a lot of similarity between uh, how businesses are growing and promoting themselves these days and how music artists should as well. And, uh, yeah, that's I, I am to be the bridge between that. And... Um, it's kind of crazy how similar it actually is. And it's funny because, I mean, I bet you're sick of seeing people telling you in your Facebook feeds that you need to buy their course on how to sell. Uh, so they're trying to sell you on how to, you know, you should try to buy a course on how to get your music heard on Spotify. It's just a complimentary thing to, you need to have an already established marketing foundation, which is what we talked about in the previous episode. So if you haven't checked that out, you should definitely start there. Um, I mean, go check out all the other episodes if you haven't heard any episodes before. But um, yeah, today I want to talk about what's actually working for music artists in 2022. Uh, first of all, I will say that depending on what your journey is, it's going to be a different. Um, it, it's not. There's no one size fits all solution for every music artist. It's not like I can just say do A B C and then you'll grow your audience. The only ABC stuff that I can tell you that everyone should do is setting your marketing foundation correctly, which is finding your creative vision and stretching beyond that to ask yourself, why do I create music in the first place? Who am I here to help? And then where are they and how do I speak to them? And that's essentially the, the principles of a basic, not just marketing foundation, but also kind of like a flow uh, to the um, your whole process. And if you can just repeat that over and over again, you'll be able to grow your audience in the right way. But there are other strategies that are working as well. Uh, something I want to talk about today that I think a lot of people kind of um, neglect is considering the fact that their target audience might not be on the platforms that everyone else is advertising on. And that might be your uh, issue as well. Uh, it, it definitely pays to think outside of the box. And just because everyone's using Facebook ads or Instagram ads doesn't mean you need to as well. Um, your target audience is likely on those social networks because they're so big. I mean, in saying that, Facebook's shares have dropped like 27% or something crazy. Um, so, cause you know, people are not really, uh, it's like TikTok's made a huge impact. Uh, we'll get to TikTok in a second, but, um, you kind of want to focus on, uh, make try to find exactly where your target audience is in the most non-crowded environment possible. And Facebook used to make that possible by allowing like really targeted Facebook ads. And then it was just about getting the right message out in front of people at the right time. Uh, and you could create that message for them. Um, the uh, best thing you can do is try to find the right message to speak to the right person in the most specific way possible that will resonate with exactly what they're trying to um, achieve in their life. And then you can say, you know, I'm helping you. I will help you reach that goal. My music kind of is the medicine to that headache. I've talked about that principle a million times before, but that was good. But then, you know, all the Apple iOS tracking changes came in. I think it was last year and uh, completely screwed Facebook. So now the ads aren't as good as they used to be. And um, a lot of the marketing groups that I'm in are like, now it will separate out who are the good media buyers and advertisers versus the the ones that relied on how user-friendly Facebook was and how much work it did for them because 
Uh, it's going back to almost like a special skill that you need now to be really, really good at Facebook ads in today's uh, setup or how things are. But yeah, so Facebook ads aren't working as much as they used to. Um, and same with Instagram because obviously they're tied together. But um, what about other platforms, right? Well, uh, let's just say before I move on, um, how about just posting? Facebook is still kind of dead. It's been that way for ages. I don't recommend that you focus a strategy on Facebook. Um, you should still post to your Facebook page because the, it is still the biggest social network and everyone's on that one. So if they're going to look you up, they won't leave the app. Studies have shown that people don't leave the app they're actually in. Uh, a lot of the times I don't like to. So keep that in mind when you're telling people to do stuff as well. If you're asking them to just go check out your YouTube video from an Instagram post and you're wondering why no one does, it's because even if they wanted to, a lot of people um, will probably postpone it. Like we'll put it off, sorry, and put it in a postpone, but like, we have, like, yeah, it's like put it into the distance uh, because they'll think to themselves, you know, I'll get to that in a little bit um, because a lot of people just don't like leaving the app they're in. But yeah, so Facebook, organic strategy on Facebook's been dead for a long time, but still post there, as I said, like people, people don't want to leave the app. So if people, if they want to look you up, we'll look you up on the app they're in. And because a lot of people are on Facebook, chances are they're going to look you up in Facebook. And if you're not there, they won't assume, oh, they're probably more active on Instagram or some TikTok or somewhere else. Um, they'll probably just assume that you're not creating content anymore. So, um, you know, you, you obviously don't want that. So just keep posting there, but may, set up like if this, then that, or some type of automated system so that when you post to another social network, it just automatically posts to your Facebook page as well. So you don't even have to manually post there um, just to keep a presence. You know what I mean? Um, Instagram is okay, but Instagram is shifting more into being an e-commerce store. So I like it's type of platform. So it's like, there's a shop function. Like remember back in the day where Instagram was all about content creation. So there was a big plus button down the bottom to create your post. Now your plus buttons up the top. Well, at least it is in my app. Um, it's almost like they're wanting people to be consumers and less creators on the app. Um, which is really interesting, but it's, that makes it more difficult for music artists because the features that they're implementing aren't ones that music artists can take straight up advantage of unless like you've got merchandise to sell and then you have to kind of pivot yourself as like a, a lifestyle brand or something like that, clothing label or something. I don't know, like you just apparel uh, store. That's not obviously not, it's just one slice of what your entire movement is about. So, I mean, use Instagram to what it, ha to what it has available to it. Um, or what it's making available to you more so, but um, I wouldn't make it your entire strategy. But what about reels? That's the question a lot of people ask me. They're like, okay, so do reels work? Yeah, they're good, but the biggest problem that I see, I'm rapid firing these things. Every little point I'm making here could be a full episode with tons of detail, by the way, but hopefully you enjoy this rapid fire approach. Um, reels are good, but the, like, reels are good, sorry, but the problem that I see with a lot of music artists, so is that, uh, especially ones uh, that I've worked with, is that it's almost like they put so much time into creating their content that then release an, re release it, sorry on sorry on reels and expect it to, like expect it to sort of like blow up and it won't work like that and that's such a music artist mentality and I've seen it since way before I ever helped music artists and when I used to run my recording studio back in the day it's the same thing it's like you put so much work into the creation of your art it's almost like when it's out it's like and it's released and my work is done. And it's like, no, that's not the case. It's like 20% product creation, 80% marketing. I'll say in this day and age, even if you just put 50-50 in, just put as much effort into promotion as you did recording and writing and all that, like you're gonna see results. But if you don't put any in or you put barely any in, then you're gonna see barely any results or no results if you don't put any effort in. Like you can't rely on the algorithm to pick up your posts for you and make it viral. 
You need to be consistent. You need to keep releasing stuff that's on theme. And eventually something might go viral. But when it does, that's just like a cherry on top of the awesome ice cream sundae that you've built. Um, you know what I mean? It's not something you rely on. Um, but to release one piece of content and go, it didn't go viral. That's annoying. Uh, it didn't work. It's like, no, you shouldn't expect to go viral. Like maybe you should have in the first week or two when reels launched, because they were trying so hard to compete with TikTok, they'd be giving out more viral tickets or winning tickets in the viral lottery more accurately. But now they don't do that. And same with TikTok. You just can't expect to blow up just because your for you page is full of people's videos that have tons and tons of views and likes and comments and shares and en- engagement uh, organically and not even paid stuff, then you, that doesn't mean that you're like, it puts this unrealistic expectation in people's minds. And that's why the platform's so addictive for content creators is because they see all these viral posts and go, I can do that. And then they'll try to play, like create a piece of content, sometimes very, very similar to the point where it's almost plagiarism and wonder why it didn't go viral. It's because there are so many other factors to it. It can come down to the time of day you post. It's the people that see it first will be the ones to give it feel to move forward. Like a great piece of content might not go viral, but then you post it again on another day and it will. And there's been plenty of people that do that. They, um, I don't know if you use TikTok much, but there's been like a trend at the end of last year that's kind of flowed on, I will say, into this year where it says, uh, what was your most viral video in 2021? And like people are reposting their viral videos. It's like a question prompt on the screen. And another one said, what's a video that didn't you feel didn't get the recognition it deserved? And so many videos went viral on that because people knew they had good content and they reposted it with that sticker. And then the users stopped and gave it a chance because they're like, oh, well, this person thinks this video was good and it didn't get um, attention and all of a sudden, you know, these viewers, everyone loves it because they're like, oh, it is a good piece of content. So you can repurpose the same piece of content over and over again and repost it until you get what you want it to do. Um, and it will eventually go viral. Um, just don't do it every day or the algorithm might think that you're spamming the platform with something that's irrelevant. But yes, TikTok's still pretty good. Reels is good too. I personally think TikTok is better still than Reels. TikTok isn't in the absolute golden days that when I kept saying on this podcast, maybe a year and a half ago to be like, get on TikTok now. And too many people were like, it just seems like it's all just people doing silly dances and I don't want to do silly dances. It's like, that's the main page. As soon as you stop interacting with videos like that, it'll start showing you stuff you do like. Now, my um, uh, my for you page is full of hilarious stuff. I don't see any of that stuff at all, and it's the best. It's it's the it's the most enter- easily the most entertaining social network. Now, I'm just telling you now because I'm in the car, I get to see interesting things. I never see anything interesting, but now because I'm recording an episode, there is a three car crash that I'm driving past. Luckily, everyone looks like they're okay, but everyone has run out the back of. Three cars have run at the back of one another. All right, that's the traffic report done. Um, but yes, so essentially that's what you need to be thinking about. Creating content, multi-purpose it for all different platforms. I personally think that um, one of the best things you can do outside of your music, if you're looking for a content strategy, let me just run you through one really quickly. I call it podcast potatoes. So what you want to do is, is you want to create some form of a podcast. Uh, I don't care what it looks like when it's actually finished. Uh, If it is just a straight up audio podcast, fine. But I would prefer if you did video with it as well. Um, It could just be you talking into a decent mic. I'm sure you have one. If you're a music artist, you probably have gear you record yourself on at home. Then just set it up, set a webcam up um, or your phone and sync the video with the audio. And what you want to do is is, uh, create a podcast that talks about the issues surrounding your motivation. So if you're here to help people, 
with relationship issues because that's what you write music about. You create a podcast where you talk about that. Now, I know a lot of music artists are like, oh, I don't know if I could talk about it. Trust me, I'm driving a car right now. I've just rambled for, you know, heading on toward 15 minutes of uh, about music marketing because I'm around it. I'm surrounded by it so much. If you get surrounded and immersed in what you do and you're already writing about it, so it's something you're obviously interested in, you find other ways to learn about it and then provide that through the podcast so people can who like your personality can be like, I can hang out and hear them just chat about the same thing that I like their music for. It's an extension of your creative vision. And what you do is you take that video, uh, whether you want to interview people, uh, which I don't really recommend because it's difficult to chase guests down. But if you want to do that for the first couple, that's fine. I'll get a co-host, chat together about it. Um, just create, find interesting topics. Go on Quora, uh, search what people are asking questions for uh, around your motivation. That's one of the biggest life hacks I can give you. Spoiler alert. And something's really funny. I actually got the title for this episode off a Quora question because it was really popular. I was like, hey, I can answer that too. That's probably why you clicked on this. <laughs> Case in point. So go and do that. Go and look. At um, Cora, find, uh, type in your keywords for your motivation and see what people are asking. As I said, if it's about relationships, then it's about getting over someone. Type in, like, what's the best way to get over someone and see what people are asking. Find the popular one and then use them as, uh, all the popular, popular ones, and use them as uh, titles for your episode. Um, that'd be killer. Then do it and chat about it and give your experience. You don't have to be an expert. You just have to say, this is my experience in this and what I went through and blah, blah, blah. Then take that episode. If you can talk for half an hour, great. Um, chop it up into the best little clips and repurpose them for different platforms. So you just have to create one half an hour episode. Trust me, half an hour goes by really, really quickly. I could easily do another 15 minutes on this topic, but I don't want to make these episodes too long. Um, but yeah, essentially it's like, you'll be surprised how quick it does go, especially if you've got someone else you're chatting to, um, create conversation around a topic that a lot of people don't feel like there's conversations around and people will watch. Okay. Trust me on that. Then you want to take that uh, video and you want to divide it into clips of the most interesting bits and then use them on all the different social platforms. So you put them on your Facebook just for the sake of it, Instagram to get it out of the way. Uh, create a video that you'll then upload to Reels and TikTok. Don't upload to TikTok, then save it, then re-upload it to Reels because the Instagram algorithm can tell when there's a TikTok watermark on it and they limit reach. Organic reach is your organic reach will go organically. You know what I mean? So don't do that. Um, you want to create it separately and then put it on two different platforms. Uh, then from that, what you want to do is um, move the video anywhere else that you want to release it as well. Plus put it up uh, audio only through anchor.fm, which will put it on all the podcast platforms. And then each week you're creating one piece of content, dividing it into clips and all your social content is done. And you're just going to have a presence everywhere talking about the stuff you're interested. Plus you can use your music as uh, background music for the intro and outro and talk about your music in the podcast as well. Do a little segment about what's new in your world with music and what you've been creating and stuff and keep it interesting. And trust me, over time, you will build a following. Like I started this podcast two years ago, or maybe longer. Didn't think anyone was going to listen to it. And now whenever I take a break, my Instagram DMs filled with people being like, when are you coming back? I want to hear more of I'm Northbound. Like I didn't expect that at all. And to be honest, I forget that people even listen to this show because I don't know. I just never expected that people would. And it goes to show that if you talk about something that people want to listen to, they will listen to it. And because you write about it, it's obviously important to stretch it out. Then move to all the platforms, all your content's done, and then engage, engage, engage. It's not just about creating the content. Go and find communities of that people, where people are in, that uh, resonate with your, that it would, you would guess are highly compatible with your message and resonate with, resonate so with what you're trying to say. And then what you want to do is, 
is uh, then go um, and try to bring them back through clever uh, bait to bring them back to the content you're creating. And all you're going to do is leave thoughtful comments, engage in conversations. Don't try to hard promote what you're doing, but you can subtly reference things. This is an example of what not to do. Uh, if I was to go into a group with music, people talking about music marketing and go, hey guys, if you want to check out my latest episode of I Am Northbound, you can go to um, IamNorthbound.com and check out what I do and you'll hear this. It's like, no, you don't do that. Someone asked a question and says, this is the this, this would be the right way to do it. If, if, so, if someone sorry, said, hey guys, what's working in uh, 2022 for music artists, like as far as music promotion goes? And then be like, hey, um, th- I think at the moment that it, the best thing you can do is take your content like, you know, blah, 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 and everything I said in this episode, like little dot points, and just be like, um, I dove deeper into this in my podcast episode that just came out, but uh, that's probably all I can write in a comment. But you should also look at doing it and then give an extra bit of more value so it doesn't seem like I'm trying to hard sell them. I just subtly, like I give tons of value, subtly references a podcast episode they can listen to for free, and a lot of people will see that response and go, damn, that's actually good information. Where do I go to see more of this guy's stuff? They click on it. My profile's all set up to say, I help music mark, uh, music artists in music marketing. Like, oh, well, this is my podcast. Click here. And then I've caught them. You know, that's called a sticky trap. Um, so do that. And remember, you can't just put something online and expect for it to blow up. You have to put the work in um, and go and promote it so people to bring people back to what you do. So make sure equal, at least equal effort is put into like building a presence inside the communities that are already established that contain your target listeners and a great place to do this, even though I said Facebook was dead, is Facebook groups. Facebook groups are amazing for this because they're targeted groups that people engage in to talk about specific issues. You go in and provide a lot of value and over time, because it does take time, don't expect results on the first day. You might get them, you might not. But as people become more familiar with you and see you providing great value all the time, they're going to be curious. like, who is this person? They're always providing great value. I've got to check them out. And they'll click through. And if everything's set up properly and they have somewhere to go, like a podcast or extra content, you're going to capture their attention and they'll jump on board for the long haul. So as I said, what's working in 2022? The short answer thinking outside of your music and providing message-based content that'll bring people in that will lead them to your music after because your music is the soundtrack to your movement. Remember that. And it's the headache tablet to that whatever headache your audience is going through or suffering from. You figure out what they're suffering from, what they've got. So they're suffering from some, you provide the headache tablet to that. Uh, they will follow you long-term. Trust me. Okay. That's enough. Uh, as I said, I feel like I just went through everything way too quickly, but this has been a nearly 20 minute episode. Hope you have a fantastic week. And uh, yeah, thanks for being in the car with me today. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the I Am Northbound podcast. I hope you loved it. Why not check out another episode? I'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one. But before you do, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And it would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on right now. It helps me grow the podcast more than you know. And that way I can help more music artists change lives with their music too. 